A strong man supports his wife throughout her life cycle. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn. FemtyFamily.com is a transformational man cave where we mentor males to crush militaracy and aspire to domestic greatness. And we do this through podcasts, poetry, online courses, and books. We are grateful for your attention today as we discuss this topic of manliness and menopause. And we are encouraging males to use BIP to help to support our wives throughout their life cycle. Many males are okay with our wives as long as they are fertile and romantic. But who are we when they begin to get hot flashes, cardiac issues, and their libido is on E? We are exploring this issue of menopause today in this marital hack because menopause is an important issue as the United States Center for Biotechnology Information reports that every year about 1.3 million women become menopausal typically between 51 and 52 years old a lot of women believe that the statistics are actually low it might actually be much higher than this another 5% of women says the National Center for Biotechnology Information experience perimenopause between 40 and 45 Apparently, perimenopause, based on our research, is the stage leading up to menopause when the woman essentially will lose her, her, her menstruation for at least a one-year period. The Bible is filled with stories of men with women at various life stages, including menopause. And we define menopause before as a point in a woman's life where, 12 mo- for, where she, a point in time for 12 months after a woman's last period, meaning that she does not see her menstruation for a year, at least a year. Menopause and what is called barrenness today, some say being estrogen deficient because barrenness is a, is a derogatory term for many women. This state of barrenness or being in a menopausal state for many provided the opportunity for developing faith in the Bible as it often was a test to prepare the couple for their divine mission. The Bible once seems to hint at menopause for Sarai, Sarai the wife of Abram, the patriarch for the Hebrew nation, and other times uses a broader term barren, which we don't really use that. It's not very PC to say barren nowadays. And barrenness usually includes menopausal women. The Bible describes seven women with what we will call today estrogen deficiency, namely the three matriarchs, which are Sarah, or Sarai before Aram's wife, Rebecca, Isaac's wife, and Rachel, who is Jacob or Israel's wife. Then we also see the Bible talk about Samuel's mom, Hannah, Samuel the first prophet in the Hebrew, well, I guess if you don't call Moses a prophet, I guess Samuel, uh, one of the main early prophets in Hebrew history, Samson's mom, she was not named, the Shunammite that Elisha, Elisha healed in, I believe, in, in between the book of Kings there, and Elizabeth, who is John Baptist's mom. The fact that the three matriarchs suffered estrogen deficiency 
is an important pattern that sees Yah deliberately putting covenant males in situations that seemed to test their loyalty to him. Now Yah, and when we say Yah, we're speaking to the Hebrew national deity that the Bible positions as the creator of the heavens and earth, and for us in Christian faith, the father of Jesus of Nazareth. Yah allows the situations that often oppose his covenant to us to see how we will respond. Yah would not self-sabotage as he knew the importance of these women's fertility as his own son Jesus of Nazareth was destined to be born from their descendants. Abram, the Hebrew patriarch, original father, the original Hebrew patriarch, father of, of um, Isaac and Israel, father of Isaac and the grandfather of Israel, he was with Sarai and he seemingly began a family with her in her menopause years as a fulfillment of the covenant that Yah made with him, despite how futile their fertility seemed in natural and biological law. We recall in the book of Genesis, God, Abraham is in Iraq or, or Ur of the Chaldees, I believe, I think as modern day Iraq. And he is given a command, leave your family, go to a place that I will show, that I will show you. And Abraham follows this and Yah promises him that he will have land, he will have offspring and he will be a blessing to the world. So for him to have offspring, oh, this menopause really does not seem to, to, to help in the fulfillment of the covenant that Yah made. So we're making a point that whenever Yah makes covenants with humans, he tests them and one of the ways is to putting them in the opposite situation to the, the, the condition or the reward of the covenant. Divine faith is not required where natural law applies. Yah seems to put us in situations where we have to go against natural laws for the covenant that we're under with him to be fulfilled. Yah wants men to know how to be fruitful with our wives in the estrogen deficient times as a supreme faith test and a slap in the face of the natural laws of this realm. So, how can males be supportive of our women in their, in their menopause years and hold our faith in their fertility? We suggest B.I.P. Framing Young Minds is here. If you are missing an easy-to-read and yet deep resource to refocus your parenting on what really matters, then go to Amazon.com. Purchase at least two copies of our book, Framing Young Minds, right now and leave us a review. Framing Young Minds condenses a lot of what we have mentored over the past 20 years concerning parenting strong children. The author or founder, Tanya Price, focuses on eight foundational frames for Christly parenting which parents who want children to live fulfilled lives must practice. So join us right now by going to Amazon.com, purchasing at least two copies of Framing Young Minds and leaving a review. Your children at any age will thank you.
welcome back to this episode of Turn to Burn. We're on another marital hack today. And we, in the previous segment, went through a little bit about biblically what menopause is about, what, uh, how God uses menopause. We looked at a little bit on the statistics of how important this issue of menopause is. But our main thing is that a strong man supports his, his wife throughout all stages of their life. And one of those stages is menopause. And we, are, we ended the last segment with looking at how is it that we can be supportive of our wives in their menopausal years and hold faith in their fertility, hold faith in God's covenant of, of fruitfulness in our families. And we suggested BIP, 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 as three areas, only three areas, three focus areas, three mindsets, three approaches that we can have to this issue of supporting our women in menopause in their menopausal years. So the B in BIP stands for believe. B in BIP is for believe. We say to look beyond the menopause to fruitfulness. This person is still the same person you married. And nothing has changed, even though she is going through some, uh, some issues with estrogen deficiency. Strong men see menopause or estrogen deficiency as a test and a challenge to fruitfulness. And any strong man, when something is challenged, we fight back. And how do we fight back? Through BIP. But more so, we see Yah's faithfulness as a divine challenge to menopause. Keep affirming the following verses, and we give you some suggestion. We know that the Bible, of the Bible, which many people see as one element of the Word of God, is used very effectively to fight situations of doubt and to oppose any situation that goes against God's covenant in our lives. So. We are not telling you to robotically use this, but to use the Bible as a portal to the Word of God, to believe in His promises to us. Psalm 128.3, Genesis 25.31, Judges 13 verse 3, Psalm 113 verse 9, Luke 1 verse 36, and Exodus 23:36 are some very powerful ammunition that you can use to build up your faith so that you can continue to believe in Yah's promise to you for fertility and fruitfulness in your life, even though you might be seeing your wife exhibiting symptoms of menopause or perimenopause. Also, transmute her fertility drive to other areas of her life. Can you lead your wife to launch that business which she has been avoiding? Can you help in ministry or in her educational pursuits? Does she have any interest in birthing something apart from your child? Provide some spiritual and emotional semen for those babies as well. So the B in BIP is to believe. The I, which is the second area in BIP, which is our strategy to support our wives in the menopausal cycle of their lives. I is for information. Get information on menopause and its symptoms. And the, for us here in America, the North American Menopause Society, which is at menopause.org, that seems a credible resource. We would encourage you to look at it and to, to look at other resources that might be suitable to you. Whilst we keep faith in fertility, 
we never want to seem uncaring as often or women are very sensitive to being viewed as quote-unquote barren or we say here estrogen deficient paul teaches that love is patient and kind in first corinthians 13. in fact the word barren is very offensive to many in some cultures words like mule are often used to degrade women who are experiencing perimenopausal symptoms and are thus classified as quote-unquote barren as they haven't reached the age usually associated with menopause don't use these words and we encourage us as males don't let our faith in yah for our wives fruitfulness make us insensitive to how menopause can can influence their identity and self-esteem you can also get yourself tested for your own testosterone levels and your prostate checked and share in the diagnosis with her as you get older we know this is something especially for us as males from the caribbean and islands various islands that males don't want to get our prostate checked it's seen as there's some kind of homophobic um, issues that are attached to male prostate checks and we encourage us as males to get over that and in the same way we're encouraging our, our males or females to get all kinds of checks let us empathize with them and get our own selves checked out share your own results with her as an act of support and empathy many males judge our wives and want want to run them through all sorts of tests but we'll never get our own selves tested to get the information on how our own bodies are changing as we age and how that can affect our fertility also so the i in bip the b was believe i is information and the three is the third element of bip is the p here is patience so the b is believe i information p patience so that's what bip stands for estrogen so on the patience estrogen deficiency for a woman can reflect in emotional swings now it is effeminate to be a man who reacts to her emotionalism similarly instead a strong man shows patience which is a core element of charity or love as the bible uses that old-time word charity in the face of her impatience and emotionalism be the balancer adding more stress from from impatience will not make her or you any more fruitful so those are the three ways we are suggesting that we help support our women in their menopausal cycle of life that we be believing that we inform that we have information and p we have patience we call that bip b-i-p we believe we have information and we are patient so in closing the bible 7 quote-unquote barren woman showed yah's faithfulness to confute natural laws for his glory in many of those cases namely sarah which is samson's sarah as well samson's mom and hannah as well as elizabeth who were all beyond childbearing years we understand when they bore children note however that sarah's case of having a child at 90 years old and all the other cases where the, ch- the child was born in in elderly t- time in the elder cycle of the woman was a miracle and not the default youth is the ideal time for children as psalm 127 4 says we don't want to waste our youth and don't have children at the right time 
Now, Jesus shows us the right approach to menopause as humanity can be seen as in a spiritual barrenness or also in a spiritual menopause. Yet, Jesus continues to use BIP as he, B, believes in his church. You know, we're making the point that regardless of how long it has taken, it's over 2,000 years since Jesus' ascension, according to Christian faith, yet still the church doesn't seem to be maturing and bringing forth the fruit of love as Jesus expects. However, he continues to believe in the church, and we're saying that Jesus is using BIP as well to, uh, to deal with humanity and the church. One, he continues to believe in his church, and he is completely informed about our ability to birth love, which is the I in BIP. So Jesus is informed about us. He knows all of us. He knows what we're capable of. He knows our capacity to love. And three, he is P patient. As Paul says in Second Peter, sorry, as Peter says in Second Peter 3, he's not, he's not slow to He's not slow about his promises, but he's patient, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And Jesus is empathetic, as we often fail to birth the love for each other that he equips. Join the FAMTI Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our Messianic Mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly with personal sessions, $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtifamily.com.